You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Many aspects and um, if we don't engage in, there are certain things if we don't engage in, we cannot experience those aspects of His glory. There's an aspect of the glory of God that is manifested through worship. There's an aspect that is manifested through prayer. There's an aspect that is manifested through the word, for instance. But I'm telling you, there is an aspect that is manifested through worship. And as we grow in, in our worship, as we grow in our worship, in our ability to to, to connect with him intimately. To bow our hearts to him. To bow our lives to him. To kiss his feet. Are you following me? Yeah, to embrace him, to love him, to adore him. As we grow in that, as we grow in that, there is a glory that gets released. There is a glory that gets released. There is something of heaven that comes down upon you when you um, minister to God. When you minister to God. There are things that open up. There are things that prayer cannot do that worship will do. There are things that your struggle cannot do. But as you engage the Father, as you engage the Father, I'm telling you, doors will open for you. If you will take pleasure in worshiping Him, in reality, I mean really doing it, not just in public, especially in secret. If you will do it in secret, He's going to reward you openly. going to reward you openly. And I've said before that worship is the highest prayer. It's the highest form of prayer. There's no prayer higher than that. There's no intercession higher than that. There's no warfare higher than that. There's nothing. I'm telling you. Especially when you worship Him in spirit and in truth. Because that will go on for eternity. It will go on for eternity. They will, warfare will not be for eternity. Are you getting me? Yeah, it will not be for eternity. Even prayer, prayer of petition will not be for eternity. Prayer of faith will not be for eternity. Speaking in tongues will not be for eternity. But this one thing, for eternity, you will be practicing it. So let's start it now. Let's start engaging the heart of the Father. Let's become intimate with Him. Desire to be close to Him. Okay? Desire to be close to Him. Worship Him until your heart breaks. Worship Him until your heart melts before Him. Many of us are still hard. We're still too hard. We're too hard. We've been hardened by life. We've been hardened by 
by all sorts of things. We've been hardened. Hardened by situation will be hardened. But I'm telling you, worship will soften your heart. Worship will soften your heart before God. So the more you do it, the softer you become. The, the more your heart gets uh, pliable in His hands. Especially if you do it as it is done in heaven. There is a glory. There is a glory. And I want, I want all of the glory. I don't know about you. Yeah. I want the glory that comes with prayer. I want the glory that comes with the word. I want the glory that comes with worship. I want the glory that comes with interaction, just beholding his face. There is a glory that comes from there. Let me show you the glory that, uh, an example of glory that comes through worship. Second Chronicles chapter 5. You know, after, after they had uh, built the temple, Solomon had built the temple. And when they brought the ark of the covenant into the temple, the Bible says in verse 13 of Second Chronicles chapter 5, it says, Indeed, it came to pass when the trumpeters and singers were as one to make one sound to be heard in praising and thanking the Lord. And when they lifted up their voice with the trumpets and cymbals and instruments of music and praised the Lord saying, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever, that the house of the Lord was filled with a cloud. Can you see that? It was filled. This was not a spiritual thing. This was physical. This was physical. This is the glory of God coming down into the midst of the people. Physically, I'm telling you. And we can get to that level where we can attract this kind of glory. We can attract it. Look at when the trumpeters and singers were as one. So our worship has to come to a point where we become one. One in spirit. Are you getting me? Yeah. We become one in spirit with each other and with the Father. We are all caught up. We are all caught up in that dimension. And when we are all caught up in that dimension, I'm telling you, things begin to happen. Things begin to happen. The, 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 the problem today is that everyone is for himself. Everyone has his own idea. Everyone has his own preference. So it's not a matter, your preference will not bring heaven down. 
your preference will not bring down the glory. It's not about you. It's not about what you prefer. It's what the Father prefers. Hallelujah. And it's about what God prefers. They were as one and they were able to make one sound to be heard. Can you see that? One sound, not many sounds. So when our voices come together and in the spirit it is one voice. When every sound, all the trumpets, the, the instruments, the voices, everything together, merge together into a symphony and God hears one sound, there is a glory that accompanies that. And that's where I want us to get to. That's where I want us to get to. You don't hear people talk about these kind of things. Because, you know, to some people, worship is just about excitement. There's a place for excitement, but listen, we want to excite the Father. Isn't it? Or is it about you? We want to excite God. Let's excite Him with our hearts. Let it, let's excite Him with our, with, with our worship. Let's excite Him with our music. Let's excite Him. Hallelujah. And when they lifted up their voice, can you see that? Their voice, one voice, not voices. Their voice. Some versions will put S there. It's not, it's not a mistake. When they lifted up their voice with the trumpets and cymbals and instruments of music and praised the Lord. Can you see? Now, the ark was brought in you know the Ark of the Covenant. It's a box, <laughs> right? Made with gold, overlaid with wood and all of that. Now they brought this Ark, and that Ark symbolizes the presence of God. When it was brought in us, and they were singing, they were singing, they were jubilating, and they were worshiping God, and God heard one sound. He heard one voice. God came down from the mercy seat. <laughs> the cloud appeared. All right? They say, they were singing, for he is good, his mercy endures forever. It says, the house of the Lord was filled with a cloud. Then the next verse, you see, see what happens. So that the priest could not continue ministering. You see, there's a glory that will come and we cannot even continue with our agenda. Yeah. They could not continue ministering because of the cloud. Huh? Can you imagine? The cloud just comes in, comes into this place and it's so thick, everybody can see it. Huh? Everybody can see it. And we cannot stand because it's weighty. Hallelujah. If it comes like that, <laughs> I'm not going to stand there. <laughs> yeah. So that's what happened here. 
Because of the cloud. It says what? For the glory of the Lord filled the house of God. This is not smoke machine. This is not smoke machine. No, no, no. This is the glory of God. Yeah. Now we've come up with the technological ways of supplementing the glory. <laughs> huh? Instead of paying the price for the glory, we're satisfied with a smoke machine. God bless the inventor of the smoke machine and those that sell them good business for them. But hey, this is what I'm hungry for. Are you getting me? <laughs> This is what we are hungry for. We want the glory of God to come down in Midrand. How about that? That as we are worshipping, we are worshipping, the glory comes down, comes down and settles. That's happened before. It can happen again. It can happen in our time. That's why we need to connect with the Father. We need to worship Him. Do you know that the Father loves to display His glory? Yeah, he, he, he loves to, but we need to make the condition right so that he can come down. How about, how about the glory coming down and lasting for weeks? That would be awesome. That would be awesome. It is possible. I say it is possible. It's possible. We're hungry for it. We pray for it. We press in for it. We, we, we demand for it. We place a demand. And we align ourselves with heaven. We align ourselves with heaven. And we connect with the Father. We worship the Father. Worship the Father. You go, you go, you go study the history of revivals. One of, one of the revivals, the Azusa Street. One of the things, the presence of God came like fire. I mean, literally the building was in flames. Fire brigade came. People were inside worshipping God. People are inside worshipping God. The building is in flames from the outside. Fire brigade comes to put out the fire. And they see there's no fire. But it's, it's burning, but it's not consumed. Now, that's glory. Hallelujah. And that is glory. If it happened that time, why can't it happen here? Is it only in Los Angeles it should happen? Why can't it happen in Africa? Why can't it happen in Midrand? Yeah. Those guys were, they, you know what? Those guys were praying for years for that. They were pressing in. They were praying, 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 crying out to God to move. But our generation, we pray for two days, three days. Life goes on. <laughs> no wonder we don't experience these things. We don't experience these things. But hey, we are going to make a difference. Amen. We are going to press in. We will press in and continue to press in and continue to press in. Until we touch this glory. Until we touch this dimension. It happened. 
in the days of Solomon. It also happened in the time of Moses when, when, when they finished constructing the tabernacle. When they finished constructing the tabernacle, you know, everything was in place. When everything is in place, I'm telling you, the Father begins to manifest His glory. In fact, let, let me, let, let, let's look at that, Exodus. I think it's the last chapter of Exodus, chapter 41 or so. Yeah, chapter 41. 34, it says, Then the cloud covered the tabernacle of meeting, and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. Right? And Moses was not able to enter the tabernacle of meeting because the glory rested above it. And the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. Whenever the cloud was taken up from above the tabernacle, the children of Israel will go forward in all their journeys. But if the cloud was not taken up, they did not uh, journey till the day that it was taken up. For the cloud of the Lord was above the tabernacle by day, and fire was over it by night in the sight of all the house of Israel throughout their journeys. Now, what he's telling us here is that they were seeing this for 40 years. I even said for weeks. Let's have this permanently, man. That the, that the Lord himself will come down. The glory will come down in Midran and it will reside here. How would that be? Wouldn't that be great? Wherever you go. You go to work... You want to come back quickly to enter the glory. Yes? Lord, release your glory. Release your glory. Lord, we're trusting you. We're believing you for that dimension. We're believing you for that dimension of glory. That dimension of glory. Oh, my Lord and my God. That the entire city, the entire city will see it. Oh God, that it will be visible. Manifest your glory. Reveal, reveal, reveal yourself. Mighty God, let your glory, let your glory, let your glory be released. Let your glory be made manifest. Mighty God, mighty God, in the sight of all the people, in the sight of all of Midran, let your glory, let your glory come down. Let your glory be made manifest. Mighty God, mighty God, mighty God, we want your glory. We want your glory. We want your glory. We want your glory. My Father, my Father, the glory, the glory of the living God, the Shekinah glory. Yea, my Lord and my God. Konemo Sundabaha. We want your glory, Lord. We want your glory. 
your glory, your glory, your glory to manifest. Let your glory manifest. Let your glory manifest. Let your glory manifest. We are hungry for your glory. We're hungry for your glory. We're hungry for your manifest presence. We're hungry for the Shekinah glory. We're hungry. We're hungry. We're hungry for the Kabod. Yeah, we're hungry. We're hungry for the weight of your glory. Yeah, Lord my God, let it come down. Let it be made manifest. Let it be released, O oh God. Mande kosunda baha. Keneme kasunda bakatos. Your glory, your glory. Oh my Lord, as we worship, as we pray, mighty God, as we press in, let your glory, let your glory come down. Let your glory come down. Fill this house with your glory. 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 Oh my Lord and my God. Oh, my Lord and my God. Oh, my Lord and my God. Manifest your glory. 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 We need your glory. We want your glory. Your glory, Lord. 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 Your glory. Your glory. Your glory. Your glory. Your glory. We want your glory, Lord. 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 We want to behold your glory. We want to behold your glory. We want to behold your glory. We want to see your glory. We want to see your glory. Like Moses saw your glory. We want to see your glory. We want to see your glory. We want to see your glory. Show us your glory, Lord. Show us your glory. Show our generation your glory. Show our generation your glory. Oh my Lord, show Midran your glory. Mighty God, mighty God, mighty God, show forth your glory. Show forth your glory. Show forth your glory. Show forth your glory. Manifest your glory. Manifest your glory. Manifest your glory. Mighty God. Monde ke sonda braha. Yanama sindelebre. Mandelebe sula baha. Mandelebe sula baha. Do not hide your glory from us, Lord. Show us your glory, 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 Lord. Show us your glory. Mandele Mesulaba. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord. 
Amen. May the Lord manifest his glory to you. May your eyes be opened to see his glory. May his glory rest upon you. May his glory rest upon you. If it rested on the tabernacle and you are his temple, it should rest on you. Do you understand me? We are his temple. We are his temple. We should be carriers of his glory. His glory should rest upon our lives permanently. Permanently. Yeah. Let's, let's carry him. Let's carry him. That is, that, that, that's what I want. I want every one of us to carry the glory. To carry the glory. Wherever you go to, imagine. Imagine the glory of God manifesting. People look at you. They just see glory. Do you know what that means? You know what that means? Do you know how it's going to impact lives? Do you know how effective you will be in reaching the lost when the glory is manifesting on your life? Do you know how effective it, it will be for you to bring, to manifest the supernatural? Because you're carrying the glory. You're carrying the glory. You should carry the glory. We should carry the glory. We need the glory, I'm telling you. We need the glory. We need the glory to manifest in our lives. You know, right now at the moment, the glory is locked up in your spirit. The Bible says Christ in you, the hope of glory. Yeah, the glory is inside, but it needs to be let out. It needs to be let out. Let people begin to see your face glow like an angel. Hallelujah. As you walk the streets, people will be looking at that. Oh, what is this? Do you believe that? It's possible. That can be your experience. That can be your experience. When you, as you're walking, you're walking the street, you sit down in the office, you sit down in the boardroom, and everyone is just looking at you. And they're like, what is this? It's not ugly. It's beautiful. It's beautiful to behold. They cannot take their eyes off. When you carry that, I'm telling you, nobody is going to argue with you. <laughs> Why? Because they will be cut up. They'll be, you know, they look at, they'll look at, it's, it's like they've never seen a thing like this. And you become a living mystery. Become a mystery. So let's believe God for these things. Let's, let's push. Hallelujah. Let's press in. That's why don't contaminate your life. Don't complicate your life. Simplify it and go for this thing. Go for this thing. Let me close by look, showing you this scripture in Second Corinthians chapter 3. 
It's important. There's something that happens to you when you see the glory. Right? Verse 18. For the sake of time, let's just read verse 18. It says, But we all with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. We all, hallelujah, with unveiled face. This tradition is not covering your face. Religion is not covering your face. Hallelujah. Your, 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 your face, face to face with the glory of God. Face to face with the glory of God. There's nothing blocking it. When there is nothing and the glory shows up, you get transformed. You start resembling what you are looking at. Hallelujah. You start resembling what you are looking at. But if, if, if there's a veil over your face, even if the glory comes, it won't change you. It won't change you. That's why the Israelites, the glory was there for 40 years, but they didn't change. They didn't change. But we want to be changed. We want to be transformed by the glory. So one of the things you need to pray for yourself is, Lord, remove every veil, every veil, everything that will hinder me from seeing with an open face. Face to face with the glory of God. Let the veils be removed. Amen. There are different types of veils. Different types of veils. One of the most notorious veils is tradition. Tradition puts a veil over your face. Tradition. Jesus says you have made the word of God of no effect by your tradition. Tradition can, can put a veil over your face. You know? Religion can put a veil over your face. The Pharisees were religious people, but they could not even see the glory. They couldn't see the glory. Religion can put a veil. Pride can put a veil over your face. If you're proud, you won't see the glory. Even if it's there, you're looking at it, it you won't be changed. You won't be changed. Sin can put a veil over you. Sin can put a veil. There are many veils. I'm just giving you a few. But the point is that we are supposed, okay, <laughs> thank you. We are supposed to, with unveiled face, in other words, you know, it's like a bride go at the wedding. Her face is veiled. She, she cannot have a relationship with a veiled face. Come on. Yeah, that's why it gets to a point. They say, unveil the bride. Come on. Yeah. So God wants, to, wants you to be unveiled. So, so that I can have a, an open face relationship with you. 
wants you to be unveiled. Remove the veil. Remove the veil. So that you can enjoy the glory. You can see the glory. And you, 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 you now begin to be transformed. And you begin to look like him. Yeah, you start to look like him. You are transformed into the same image. The same image you are looking at. The Bible says, as he is, so are we. He said, on that day we shall see him and we shall be like him. Is that not so? Yeah. So if you see him, it should change you. It should change you. Come and tell me you saw the glory and you are still wicked. It's, it's, yeah. That means you have some serious veils. Yeah. There are people who have encountered God, I'm telling you, who have, who have not changed. Yeah. They have not changed. I mean, Judas was there. He, he was encountering him every day. But it didn't change him, remember? It didn't change him. Why? Because of covetousness. Covetousness blinded his eyes to the glory. He loved, he loved the wages. The, the, he, loved the, he loved money. 30 pieces of silver. Then he, he mortgaged his destiny. <laughs> what is money? The Bible says it gathers wings and it flies. <laughs> huh? Yeah. Yes. I like that. Look at that. First John 4, 17. Love has been perfected among us in this, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment. Because as he is, so are we. Huh? In this world. As he is, so are we. Why did John say that? Because in chapter 1, verse 1, they beheld the glory. They had seen the glory. They've beheld him. Huh? Look at it. It says, that which was from the beginning, which we have heard which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, huh? our hands have handled concerning the word of life. Yeah, it's a glory. There's a glory in the word. Yeah. So, that is why, as he is, so are we. And when you, when you read your Bible, don't read for information. Read for transformation. Do you get me? Or else you can read it and become religious. But if you read for transformation, you can read and become changed. And you become the, like the Word. Yeah. So, I'm just trying to provoke you to hunger for the glory. I'm, I'm trying to stir up a desire for the glory in you. And I want you to detest every veil. Detest veils that will veil your eyes and stop you, hinder you from seeing the glory of the Father. From experiencing Him. 
the power, the transforming power of the glory. The glory, my Lord. You know, just as we are like this, if we can all enter into this dimension, we, I mean, South Africa is finished. <laughs> Do you understand? We will change it. Yes, we will. We will. But it's by the glory. The glory. Because once you encounter him and you carry the glory like that, everywhere you go. You know, you, do you understand what is going to happen? Do you know, do you know the ripple effect? My, oh my. Lord, show us your glory. We want your glory. We want your glory. We want your glory. We want your glory. Remove every veil, Lord. Remove every veil. Every veil that will blind our eyes, that will hinder us from benefiting from the glory. Whatever it is, oh God, let everything, everything that will hinder us, let veils be removed, oh God. Whether it's our tradition, whether it's religion, whether it's pride, whether it's sin, whatever it is, oh God, that constitutes a veil, let it be removed. Let it be removed from our eyes. Oh, Father, let it be removed from our lives in the name of Jesus. We don't, we, we, we don't want to be religious and not, oh, Father God, be transformed. Oh, my Father, oh, my Father, we don't want to come before you. We don't want to come to your presence. We don't want to experience you and then go back the same, oh, God. Oh, my Lord and my God, I ask, oh, Father, for a mighty move. Oh, my God, oh, my Lord, oh, my Lord. Oh, Mighty God, mighty God, mighty God, let your glory, let your glory, mighty God, change us, transform us, mighty God, mighty God, help us, oh God, to manifest your glory, help us, oh God, to manifest your glory, Lord God. That will be transformed. We will be changed from glory to glory. We will be changed from glory to glory, oh God. My Father, my Father, I thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Amen. We have to stop now. Our time has gone. But people, please, the glory. I want the glory. In fact, if, even if I don't get anointed, I don't get the anointing, give me the glory. I'm okay. I'm okay with the glory. Do you understand? I'm okay with the glory. I might not have money. I might not have... But give me the glory. Just give me the glory. I want the glory. I know with the glory, I'm going to be more effective. Impacting lives. Yes, my life will inspire people with the glory. People look at me and I will look like him. Don't you want that? Yeah. The greatest achievement in life is for you to look like your heavenly father. <laughs> yeah. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. 
For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.